Greetings, my name is Johnny Recker, and you're listening to Demon Days, an actual play podcast with a focus on fiends and the friends who play them. I'd like to start our show by thanking our regular sponsor, Arknight, whose maps, props, and minis bring our game to life. I want to draw your attention to Kilowatt and her awesome show art. Seriously, go check it out. Listen, in anticipation for meeting all of you at various cons this year, we brought a ton of Demon Days logo stickers to hand out. Turns out 2020 had other plans. They're burning a hole in our pockets, and we hear that the post office could use the help. So here's the deal. Write us a review on your favorite podcast service, take a screen grab, and send that and an address to thesedemondays at gmail.com. That's with a Z, just like our Twitter handle. We know that some of you folks are a few episodes behind, so our plan is to keep this promotion going until all the stickers we currently have in stock are gone. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. Stay safe out there. We love you, and now, on to today's episode. Friends, fiends! The cultist camp along the shores of the Usurper's Fall has been cleared, and our horny heroes have just removed some evil metallic slabs from play. Granted, they had to make a pardon with an ancient deity, but hey, the ends justify the means, right? Right? Anyway, I got a big story for you today, and big stories call for some big ale. So clean out one of those bathtubs and fill it full of ale, and we'll dive right into these Demon Days! day begins but around what time are we all up john if we went to bed at like you know three four in the morning i would say maybe around 10 ish okay. so their conversation was happening right around the rise of the sun and then there was still a few hours of watch after that where she's still out you're starting to feel the sun beat down onto the tents or wherever you guys had yourself set up yeah i mean i'll i'm gonna be up from from when they woke me up so i'll do uh i'll do it kind of get breakfast ready and try and stay quiet for the rest of the time that we're there and just uh do another perception check it's a six that time we're going up oh doubled you doubled your number i know yeah woo 100 percent improvement that's how i roll (laughs) not much in terms of anything else changes with what you see or what you notice you guys are pretty left alone right here at this particular spot that you cleared out they didn't they didn't clearly didn't leave enough people behind in this this particular area and yeah Sonny wakes up too, and everyone is up and at him. Fantastic. I'm going to get up, walk out of the tent naked, start coffee. <laughs> Once the percolator's going, I'll walk back into the tent and get dressed. All right. Is that, you, know, yep. the, you know, the smell helps, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing like open air, right? You know, uh, a little prestidigitation, like crack pits and tits, you know, just kind of... <laughs> Get it all cleaned out. Crack pit. Right. Ah. All right. Christ. Um, fresh as a daisy. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and as I, I'll pour two cups. I'll bring one in for Taz and just like set it by her. And uh, I'm gonna check my. Uh, I'm gonna check the pocket watch uh, and see how it's doing. I'm very curious, both to see you know if the directions are fine and if it's starting to like list the way it did around the Edgewater Tower. Um, from where you guys are standing, in terms of distance to the mountain still yet, uh, you don't see any, you don't notice any serious listing or 
turning uh maybe a little bit like if you're looking facing north Mm -hmm. it's north but slightly off by just almost an imperceptible hair okay so if anything you could easily misinterpret that as like i'm just holding this thing wrong right you know that Mm -hmm. it's still it's still too early to tell right but your mind immediately goes to there that okay we're starting to get near to just stuff Mm -hmm. stuff happening so um when we're all assembled I want to give everybody a chance to do something if I... I'm I'm still in the books, like, especially after last night. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to decipher this thing. And, and Taslin, while you're trying to decipher that, you do notice the particular um, spells you were talking about, not the the separate one that you were looking for. Yeah. Not that, that distant one. The other ones, though, the ones that were more automatic, yeah. were there, are there. And as you, you finally, like, with new eyes... You got surprisingly a good amount of rest for all the stuff that was on your mind, all that shit. Uh, so you're able to see it and grok those particular, the ability to use those spells. So, yeah, you have now access to those. I hold the book up a little bit like Simba, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> it's about freaking time! <laughs> <laughs> you hear hearing the distant echo, like, sorry, sorry for the delay! <laughs> Ah! All right, well, she's up. Um, all right, well, I'm just going to talk. It's a tent, right? So I can just talk. I'm just going to talk loud enough so everyone can hear us. Uh, all right, so, uh, band meeting. Um, which way do we head, folks? Um, still straight up the middle? Do we double back? Maybe towards the eastern entrance? Keep going to the west? I don't know. Where's your, your thingy, Yusuf? Do you know? I mean, under, obviously, but... Do we know? I think we'll know it when we find it. Um, um, I, I like poke my head out of the tent. Um, and I'm kind of like, uh, mm, does anybody know this thing called the whispered one? Does that ring a bell to anybody at all? Is that, I'm at, I'll roll up. I'll roll a history check. Sure. Sadly, that's a six, so this time I do not know. John, I got a 21 for history. Okay. About the Whispered One or the Fortress of Sorrows or... There is, in the books you've read in your journeys in various libraries, there was a long time ago, as it were, uh, a, a being who decided that he could ascend or should ascend to godhood, and he was almost successful. Uh, everything kind of lined up well, and... He went unchallenged, and he did have a partner in crime, someone who had been willing to help him out, a particular, they just say a, a champion of this whispered one, and they betrayed him, cut off his hand and cut out his eye and oh, took it for themselves. God. So that whispered one, there is a sense of a very chaotic demi-being who was destroyed and taken out. And the way they describe this other this champion, they use the word champion. And in the language in all the books, uh, the text always phrases it that way, the champion. And you've heard that before in various beings who have talked to you and given you things. They've referred to champions. So there is some connection there. You're, You're slowly drawing lines to it, but that's about what you got from your history. But they don't outright name this being other than the Whispered One. There is a sense of we don't speak his name. Mm. Okay. I walk out of the tent, also naked, because I apparently was too enwrapped in this to remember to put my clothes on. And I'm just, and I 
tell them about the vision that I had in the night. And uh-huh. like she said, she said this thing to me. Um, I don't know if it makes sense to all of you or if, I don't know, Yusuf, your God was helpful in a, in a way, but something about, um, you will find me where I slew the whispered one atop the hand of a Titan and a foul tressum can guide you to my fortress of sorrows where clarity awaits. Hand of a Titan, huh? Yep. Hand of a Titan. Oh boy, like our friend, uh, that's great. What foul tressum. Ooh, very, very exciting. Uh, I'm going to try to mouth at Tasland. I'm going to try to mouth at Tasland. Your tattoos are showing. Oh, <laughs> I kind of like see that. And I, <laughs> I just back into the, the tent mm-hmm. with, and I just have my head kind of poking out. Perception check yeah. of a 10 on her tattoos. <clears throat> yeah, because I don't think it. Well, no, I've seen them before. No. No, but you had no, you haven't. Not in the bathhouse. Only, only Fetter and Lisa did because I was still wearing a robe in the bathhouse. Yeah, uh, I would say contest that. I would say contest that. Once she notices and you kind of catch on, it's like a split moment where you're both like, "Oh, I'm look." There's something I'm supposed. I'm looking at. I'm looking at these tattoos, Taz, and you're like trying to get out of there. So you roll, um, I guess, stealth to get back out, and then you're going against Drew's perception. Well, I got a 14 on a die, so that's 16. Uh, beat me. All right, you're a 10 total. You move fast. You, yeah, you move fast. I'm, I'm looking around kind of like, what's a tressum? As she runs back into the tent, not really seeing anything. Yeah. And Tazlin, as you run back or you scoot back into the tent, you do hear from Sonny, just who's been sitting there watching both of you just exist out there naked. Yeah, it's pretty fine. <laughs> I give her a wink. <laughs> I got a tattoo, too. It's of an eye. And she kind of flexes the shoulder muscles as you're peeking out, just like, and you can see the eye move a little bit with the scar. Does, does the eye um, remind me of like the knowledge that I knew of the person having his eye cut out, or no? No, it's it's unrelated. Okay. Um, okay. But you, you you immediately kind of think that at first, but then something about the way the eye is just tattooed on the muscle, it seems more of a, an orcish thing. That's kind of where your mind goes first. So it sounds like we're dealing with not one, but. Or two, but three different usurpers at Usurpers Fall here? It seems to be the case. Apparently, anyone who tries to get a foothold here, it doesn't really seem to work. Right. Uh, you should tell your boss that, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Compass is starting to go all wibbly, so we must be close to something. So, uh, which way should we go? What do we think? Straight up the middle? Onward? Ever onward? Is there any sign, John, of a path leading towards the mountain from where we are since they showed up with carts and shit? Would my survival help here? Yes, it would help. So, roll. Uh, 22. Yeah, you, you, you catch something. It's, it's a little bit off. Since it's daylight, you can kind of... It's further out, further south from the camp, but you do see more dragging in the dirt. It's faint, but hints of... Things were traveling, moving southward. So it sounds like you guys are at the north end of just a straight line down. For some of that search, though, you do have to get, you'll have to get out of the tent and kind of look around. I hold up a finger and I go, give me a second. I'll take a look around. (laughs) And I like pop in and put my clothes on. (laughs) You hear, you hear from Sonny, if you help, I'll take my tits out too. You know, I find that depending on the circumstance, I actually sometimes fight better in the nude. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know. So, uh, kind of look around. I'm like, should we take one of these carts so that we at least pass for one of these far away? 
how are we going to carry it? I mean, I'm not sure Galahan wants to be a labor animal. Bring out the moose. <clears throat> Let's go. Shenzo certainly won't. He'll probably yell at me if I try and pull him back to pull a cart. He won't even come. They're on wheels, right? Uh, these particular ones have uh, hand spokes, so it looks like whatever cultists around, they were hand carrying that thing. Oh, like a stretcher? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I'm okay. not doing that much manual labor, yeah. man. I'm sorry. No, I know. Not, uh... You get the sense here that uh, cultists are kind of a dime a dozen based off of, like, a lot of the things have just... Their cultists are going to do it. They're going to carry it. They're going to traverse it. Right. Okay. Well, I guess... Uh... I mean, I can go all culty if... For about an hour, if we get close to something. You lot got anything fun like that? No. Okay. I mean, I I tend to blend in very well, ironically, but that's about the most I... Yeah, I don't have any magical... Okay, well, that's at least one of us, then. You you all could be my subjugated prisoners, I suppose. (laughs) Oh, no, put me in chains again. What? Yeah, I know. Oh, get the rope out. Mm. Kind of look around like, should we get going then? Yeah, let's go. I mean, I don't feel like we have to kick our own ass or anything now that uh, those plates are dealt with, but, you know, onward and upward. I just start walking in the direction that we need to go. Yep, right on our heels. I follow along. I was told we have more time than we think we do, but tarrying is not the best plan. Okay. What do we make of foul tressum as we're walking? Yeah, I have no idea what the hell a tressum is. Can I do a roll for that, whether it's arcana or... Yeah, yeah, you can do a, okay. a, a, an arcana roll. I'll do one, too. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> awesome. Um, Boom. 21. There is kind of a bit of a, uh, a play on words that you, using your arcana knowledge that is used for tressum in general. They are kind of a, a feline-esque creature very fuzzy, tend to have wings that sprout from them, and they are by nature very angry or very grumpy and very disgruntled. And if some have been gifted the ability to speak, their language is foul. So right. a grumpy uh, a grumpy flying cat. More animals? Yep, more animals. Great. Smaller than Shenzo, but uh, much grumpier, disgruntled, and can fly. Hmm, fun. Copy grumpy flying cat. The language, uh, John, would I know the foul, like the foul language? Is that like abyssal or infernal or? You would know that uh, in research and arcana and things like that, they just can't speak. They have no ability to speak, but they understand common. So mm. they can understand you. They just cannot actually say anything to you or communicate. In the, except for in the rare cases where if there's in, in myth and legend, sometimes someone has gifted them the ability to talk or used a spell to be able to talk to animals. That has sometimes worked. Mm. Okay. So they're in the cave or they're going to lead us to the cave. I'm sorry. I'm still waking up. But. It said it would guide us to a fortress of sorrows. I, out of character, I do kind of wish Superman was part of this world because I keep thinking Fortress of Solitude. Solitude. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Wait, so Soros, which one of the three big meanies was Sorrow related to? The eye guy? Or not the dragons, right? She's not the mother of Sorrows. Sorry, there's so, so much fucking shit going on right uh, now. Said something about the chromatic queen and the, and the many-headed usurper. I don't know. 
Right. So she's colors and dragons and is a devil, theoretically, or at least hangs out in Avernus. We got undead eye guy. He's a demon. This is all walking, by the way. Mm-hmm, yeah, and uh, I'm assuming you guys are just taking your, you're following the tracks. You're just heading kind of mm-hmm. in a southerly direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, primordial rock monster who was used by the gods to destroy everything. And it's it's supposed to be like a huge rock monster, right? Like large. Yeah, biggin, real biggin. John, I'm gonna kind of do my usual as we're moving. I'll kind of go ahead with my roguish moving talents and uh, kind of scope things out. You know, at least a little bit ahead. I'm sure Adam the bird will probably, yeah. You start to as you guys tra- as you guys are traveling and talking, kind of working through. Rock monster this or uh, uh, many headed something or other you're working through all that and you start to see the tracks become a lot, lot more prominent so you're you're picking that up now especially like Taslin like you guys are those are all kind of going off like oh there's there's actually a traveling thing we are starting to catch up like there's more and more tracks more footfalls and you get maybe a few hours into this walk as you're traveling down and you start to think okay maybe it's just we caught the camp out of the people who are staying behind. Here, you watch this area. You watch this area. You guys are probably going to eventually reach up with more who have maybe stopped at another section. Okay. And then this trek is going to take you for the rest of the day to get close down to the mountain enough to access it. About 11-ish or so hours. Mm-hmm. Probably closer to 12. So you start getting to nightfall again. The sun starts to go down as you go on. So there's still more room for conversation if you need to work through things. Just the history, just so I got it straight in my head. Do we think that it's, so we think uh, rock monster first, eye guy second, dragons third in that order? Like You're talking timeline of when it happened? Yeah. Titan was first. Okay. So I'm just trying to figure out who's building on who here. Uh, we know that the the dragons was at least in our history somewhere a couple hundred years ago, and we think I guys somewhere in the middle. Because you both you both got prophecies about the whispered one, right? No, I did not. Whispered one wasn't in any of my stuff. Nope, just mine. Okay. All right, walking, walking. Gotta hate walking. But so we think we're going to be coming up on a larger group of what we found earlier. Yeah, you're seeing more footfalls, some carts being dragged. Some of like you, some carts may have been dragged, carried by one person with the back half just being supported so it can they can drag it. You're seeing more of those lines as you travel uh, throughout your day. OK, any sign of that group coming up as you guys get to about the end of your journey. Closer to Fetter, you know it as about 10-ish, 11, mm-hmm. turning thereabouts. Sun's down. You hear the commotion of people far before you get to where I have you pictured. Fetter, you hear noise of people communing, talking, basic stuff uh, that you might get at a camp. Similar to what you guys had before, but a little bit more voluminous. And as you guys reach this area here where you are, you start to see stuff unfold. You have to see more of a picture unfold. And I'm like, as soon as I see or hear anything, hand up and we just, I look at Sunny and I'm just like, shush. She nods. Okay. So, um, some sort of encampment here. Um, I can go in 
stealthy and culty, we can send the bird. I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, I mean, I'm all for fucking busting heads, but who knows? At some point, there is a very large building full of very active cultists. Um, so I just don't want to walk, uh, have us walk into something and get overwhelmed, you know? Thoughts? Anyone? Well, I mean, if we did just walk in, that would be one way to get us to the top of the mountain. Yeah, but at this point, I think we're trying to get to the bottom of the mountain, right? At least first. They're not going to do nothing at the top until they get those plates that we buried or something to replace them. So it seems like maybe more trouble than it's worth or more trouble than we want to get in. But we can pass through. I can at least scope it out. I mean, I'd try the old um, tie Sunny up and bring her in, They, but they may not even know to expect a prisoner. So what do we think? I'm happy to give it a once-over and try not to draw any attention to myself. Sorry, John, so does this... Is this like a pit that we're seeing this goes down or goes up? Yeah, from your vantage point, you've got in front of you a couple of outcroppings of rocks that are... They're enough to keep you from being seen. They're tall enough and jagged enough and that you can kind of hide behind them. Uh, but ahead of you, you can see that the ground kind of dips sharply into kind of a... a it kind of reminds you of a, a larger courtyard in front of a, a grand regal place. Uh, and you can even off to the distance in front of you always see a statue and some stairs, at least towards the southern vantage. Uh, right. So I'm going to go cultist number two and uh, at least try to get up and figure out what's on the other side of that statue. I'll keep a low profile. I don't really like you going in on your own, but... I mean, I can move real quick. And I... We haven't seen many birds around, right? So it's not like an ethereal crow is going to blend with the local flora and fauna. Am I imagining that? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, unless we have any other bright ideas. All right. I'm going to try to look. I'll keep a wide berth. I'll try to see if we can just circumvent all this. Let's see. Uh, you want to pick a safe word? Safe word? Anyone? Caw? Caw? Caw! Titan. Look up here. Look up here. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Titan? Titan? I think we're going to try and watch as best we can, right? Are you going to circle around to get to that third one? Like, I mean, at this point, I'm going to, I'm going to, the plan, my plan right now would be to head, if this is south, properly oriented, my plan would be to head south and try to, if this is in fact some sort of a pit, figure out either a way across it or a get a sense of like the breadth of what we got in front of us. So that's what I'm aiming for. Got it. You can see some, some light flickering from fires perhaps, but okay. from where you guys are, you don't have enough of a view to kind of see what's deep, like in there. But there's also uh, to the South of you guys, where you are, there's those, you see those rocks that are curving out. Those are all pretty big that you can get through. You can, with a good stealth roll, you guys could get around those. Okay. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast Disguise Self. Uh, I will make myself look like the derpiest of the cultists that have been <laughs> dispatched previously from the last adventure. Um, same robes, the whole deal. And uh, I am going to, with great uh, roguish agility and stealth, uh, start moving... Uh, I guess I'll stay on the outside of the rock uh, cropping, John. Okay. The idea would be to go, like, swing around. And so as you, uh, I guess for this, just do, you've already done the switcheroo to the derpy uh, cultist. Mm -hmm. And Sonny kind of puts her hand over her mouth like, and does a good job of, like, hiding how that's funny as fuck. Yeah, just shut the fuck up, Sonny. Come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. 
and then just roll a stealth as you're going. Not that there's anything to worry about. It's a low DC. Considering your outside movement. <laughs> Is it low enough? Uh, that if I rolled a natural one, oh, no. even if I added my six, my plus six to it uh, to get to seven, I know that probably doesn't matter, but well, there you go, guys. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, Thank God I'm, I look like this fucking dumbass cultist. So as you get down there, so far, so good. You make it through a lot of, there's not a lot in your way as you travel down and you're getting a little bit sure of yourself with your costuming and you start to see more that it actually isn't a chasm or a dip. It's more of a stare down into a courtyard, a devastated courtyard, but a courtyard nonetheless. And you can see a tree that extends past where you're at, at your ground level, about 20 some feet, a dead tree stump that is gnarled and all that. And you can see two statues directly ahead of you to the east, because this is still north-south on our map, but to the east you can see two statues whose features have all been sanded away. One of the heads is missing. Age decay, but they're kind of sandwiching this set, this set of stairs going down. But as you get closer to that tree, there's a broken tree that kind of divides between the two rocks as you're heading south, and there's a bunch of branches scattered around, and you do happen to <coughs> as you break in a few of them. Motherfuck. Goddamn. And... That noise alerts one person you see nearby. This robed figure, cultist, uh, they've got a, a bow handy. They seem to be more of a lookout, and they are curious, and they're starting to kind of move around, but they're hesitant. So you have time to scoop behind some more rocks. You have some time to make one, like, kind of mad dash behind something to... To hide? To either hide or get ready to perform. And I see one person so far. Uh, as you crossed, you, there was another one further up, but they don't seem to they don't seem to have paid attention to the, the snapping of the twigs. All right. I'm going to um, very quickly move behind kind of this... There's a large rock on kind of the, the southeast of the steps, and I'm going to try to hide there. If I can not be immediately discovered, then... I can pretend I'm taking a piss or something back here. Right. So uh, you want me to do another stealth for that hide, John? Y yeah, sure. Okay. Another uh, stealth. Uh, 13. Getting rid of every dice. Good enough. It works. Uh, after about maybe two agonizing minutes of, did I just send this all to shit? The cultist makes it about closer to that first statue a little bit north from where you are looks doesn't see anything just like eh, it's probably my imagination you even hear like fucking bird can i try to peek back around the rock and catch the eyes of any of my party yeah when i saw that other guard kind or that other cultist kind of start to move off i moved forward a little bit i'm still up behind a rock so they can't see me but like i've got a clear line of sight to the rock that fetter has moved behind sure yeah uh, so then Feder, you do see taslin peek out and is motioning to you how many cultists have i seen this far john uh when you guys arrived you saw immediately the two to the north kind of closer to where you're where yusuf now is and sunny and galahan at that main rock to the northwest of the, the map here they're just standing at the edge of the dip into this courtyard looking over it just keeping an eye out uh, on the goings-on down at the camps mm -hmm. sort of to keep an eye on things but also like oh they're having fun uh up there and then where you were where you are further south kind of towards the middle of this section here where the the stairs are you have that one so so far you have the three you can hear more voices and you'd have to get a little bit closer to look over down into the actual uh thing to actually see a 
more specific amount. Yeah. So I'm going to just try to, uh, in very crude hand signals to Taslin, give her the little like, like point at my eyes, point at her eyes. And I'll be like three people up top and kind of just like, you know, air traffic control and then put like uh, more like voices down there. And then and then like pull out a knife and go question mark and then wait to see for her to like. (laughs) I give him like the wait a second and then I'll go move back to the group and I'm like, okay, so I think what he said is that there's three up here and there I'm assuming it looked like he was saying more. Um looked like something else but i'm 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 gonna take it as he said more um just just one long stroking (laughs) hand gesture um look that's how look uh dsl stands for dis sign language (laughs) and that's the only thing it stands for i'm very sorry guys i'm really sorry if there's one thing that I know when he's signaling more, that's yeah. Um, there's there's more over there, and I kind of like point down, kind of thing. Um, should we should should we do something? He's he's hanging out, but I mean we we can go in, and he's got the daggers at the ready. Well. And, and Sunny whispers, so she's not like, even though I might be loud for the microphone, she's not. She's rolled pretty good on, on some stealth there. Oh, could we not do, could you guys not do like the killing thing you guys did to save me? Like just sneak around and get one at a time and like, I mean, it might take a while, but like, uh, you know, thin out the numbers. Um, Is that wise? I don't, I mean. Well, I mean, Fetter, Fetter's really the person to do that. I... I can make myself invisible in a way, but everybody's going to know where I am, ironically. Whoa, that's really ironic. <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, All right, Alanis. Damn, okay. Uh, maybe, he, maybe he strikes while the striking's good and we get better vantage. All right, um, hold on. And I, like, go off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to get to, yeah, the the rocks and then wait for that one cultist to kind of move off before I keep going. And I'm just like looking at you in the dark vision, like, like shrug emoji, like. I take a dash to get to him. All right. Yeah, you should be fine. Okay. The, the whatever's going on down there is distracting him a bit more. Just oh, I'm up here. This sucks. So, uh, Sunny doesn't want us to go at it the way we did last time i guess she's wanting the more stealthy stabby stab and i know you're good at that and i can i can cast darkness on myself uh which is helpful but we'll call attention can you only do that on yourself or can you like cast it on other people like away from you I can cast it on other people and other objects. The issue is, is if I cast it on you, you're not going to be able to see in it. No, like not on me, but like if a bunch of people are looking at us, can we put it on them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can. Okay, well, I'm going to go try to just I see the two 
archer cultists kind of to the north side of that pit. I'm going to try to get to the south side of these two statues and see if I can peer down into said pit. And then after that, uh, I'm going to go start killing shit. Um, you got my back? Yep. Maybe try to make sure Yusuf and the they're ready to go on the other side? Yep. Okay. I kind of have my raven, like, pop out of my hand, especially since it's dark now. They're not really going to be able to see it. And I, like, whisper to it, being like, I just tell it, hey, get ready. And then I have it, like, go off to um, Yusuf and Sunny so I can croak back. Hey, get ready. Okay. Ha! All right. Uh, I'm going to try to, first thing, first order of business is I'm going to stealthily move to the south around the rock and and try to get up next to the south side of the statue. Okay. Double move to dash to kind of get up next to uh, the statue there. Right, and a little bit more reveals itself to you from there. And by now I can show you a little bit more as you get up to the edge. And so far there's not a lot of debris and detritus in the way to like make any noise, quite like that branch where you were. Uh, so you make it without any problems under the current stealth roll. And as you peer over, it's startling almost, but you see this giant dragon skull with his mouth open. Like, there's a pit in your stomach as you're like, oh shit. It's just a skeleton sitting out there, and you you realize it doesn't, it's not moving, it's not animated or anything. But there was like a brief pause there where you're like, oh no! And you see the full body of this dragon skeleton just chilling as part of the scenery of this courtyard. And it does look like a courtyard as you peer over into it. The rubble and all the tiles are all broken and grayed and dirted and time has not been nice. And you get a more full view of this super tall tree trunk and it's gnarled that even though it's gnarled and quote unquote dead, it still has its tendrils, like its roots still in the ground. So not fully dead, maybe? I don't know. It, it's slightly just, alive copy slightly alive there's 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 hint of life even though outwardly it just looks very much dead but you also notice with a, a brighter campfire and further in there's a tent near the backside of the dragon and standing outside kind of in in watch and just generally hanging around you see uh, not one but three different Arianese in different stages of just relaxation ready for the evening there's one closer to these the middle of between these two massive statues that you you see you notice that seem to serve as sort of like an entrance into this mountain you know she's sitting on the ground just knotting a, a kind of a blue glowing rope you know just playing like you know those, those types of knot games you would play as a kid where you'd like mm -hmm. oh here's six different things cat's cradle cat's cradle yeah so doing that with the rope it's thicker so she's not as successful and faintly you can hear fuck shit ass <laughs> I can read lips, so I can actually hear her. Yeah. I see her say, fuck shit ass, which I'm like, I don't know what that means. Um. <laughs> and then there is another one who looks a little bit older, whose armor is a bit more worn and battle scarred and is practicing shooting arrows at one of the tree, like parts of the roots of the tree. And, you know, not really caring too much if they hit or not, not nearly as upset as the other one at something so simple. And then beyond her her you see another one one the final one with more like her armor's purplish uh more tightly sculpted to her body you see purplish wings that have more of a they have a little more of a devilish look to them than the other ones the other ones look a little bit more feathered but this one has like a bit more plucked and spiked and they seem to flicker on their own like accord independent of what she's doing and she is examining this spherical device and it seems kind of strange 
and out of, like otherworldly there's a familiarity to it but you're still far enough away to where you're like okay that's she's just messing with a ball and that's what you see kind of from your vantage point near the statue there okay can i do an eye for detail check um just to see if there's you know if i can find like a bunch of exploding barrels or some sort of cheat code no i'm just kidding but uh yeah i do <laughs> want to do that just to see if there's anything uh especial that pops out at me anything uh hidden it's a 25 i for detail nice on what i'm looking at there are two carts near the the Aranis, the ones that are to the north the older one and the purple one and the one cart where the purple Aranis is just has that larger ball that she's looking around and examining. The other one has a, a few different barrels inside of it. And the way they're set up and carefully compartmentalized in there, you get the sense that maybe there might be something to that. Usually things that are not important can be jostled around are just left about. But this... This is very... Okay, so maybe more maybe more pieces of the machine, possibly. Either pieces of the machine or something that don't doesn't shouldn't be jostled around for fear of... Oh, for fear of maybe kabooming. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to look back at Taslin and try to give her the, like, wave her down. And I will go three, like, make little devil horns. Devil <laughs> horns. That way. And then I'm going to try to make a cart and, and then go, <laughs> and then go boom. And then shrug emoji. And then pull my knives out and be like, and give her a thumbs up. And then I'm going to start moving towards cultist number one. I kind of have this look on my face like I'm like, what? At the cart part, I'm like, what? And then I hear and then I see the kaboom and I'm just like, and then I smile and just give him a thumbs up. <laughs> OK, so I'm going to try to then work my way back north on the backside of these statues. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's see how far I can get. Oh, it'll be great. Come on. With a. Double move to dash. I'm going to get to the edge of this, uh, the, the, like immediately behind the northern statue. Okay. And I am going to chuck two daggers at our archer friend there. Okay. Go oh boy. That is, uh, first one is a 23. Second one is a 13. Both actually hit. Fantastic. All right. They're very squishy. Uh, and uh, surprised enough for sneak attack, John? Uh, yeah. On this guy? All right. Let's see. Let's see what kind of damage we do here. 23 points of damage, John. Oh, yes. Uh, super dead, uh, this one is. The question then, as you toss him forward, is uh, they both go into his back. And uh, he, he dies, but he starts to teeter a bit. Mm -hmm. And you have about a round to try and either grab him so he doesn't fall forward or make noise. I want to, yeah, if if that's like round, round, I would just try to, because I'm still dressed like this guy, I am would love to try to just like grab him, put him down, and just like pick up his bow to try to just like... Yeah, so then uh, do a, just a dex roll. Okay. To get in there, grab him, because he's not, these cultists aren't heavy. Right. They're pretty slight. But just with the impact of the daggers each to the back, it was enough to push forward a little bit on the edges. He was looking over and seeing his friends have fun. Okay. That's a 24. Oh, yeah. You get It's easy. Easy peasy. Without any trouble whatsoever. I'm going to get my knives back. And yeah. um, you push them back a little bit. and uh, you, you, you can take them however you... Feel where, where you need him to be. So maybe behind some rocks, whatever you wish to do. Yeah, I'll just take him behind behind those, uh, kind of back towards the, the, the rocks 
where we were there. I'll drop him there. Uh, and then I will, I guess, make my way back towards Yusuf. Never get left out on the fun, kids. Otherwise, you'll get daggers to the back. <laughs> Could I see any of this happening? Better was still under the stealth roll. Oh, okay. So you know, you notice this, you notice it a- after he gets the guy and comes out and comes out to grab him. Like it was quiet enough, but you could see the movement. So that's when you catch that he did something. So I'm gonna try to like make eyes at Yusuf, <laughs> like try to get his attention. Um, when I see Fetter dragging him back, I'm gonna use Mage Hand and on one of these broken twigs or one of this this tree over here, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna use Mage Hand and just snap a twig so that these guys are. Uh, so the two the two sentries on the north side. Yeah, so that they look to the north and not the south when he's trying to do that. Okay. So yeah, the two of them kind of give a look as the twig snaps and they their their attention is drawn to it. So further helping anything that Feder would be doing. Uh, his stealth was good enough, but this is just added. This is bonus. It's icing on the cake. But they do start heading this way to start to poke around this tree. There's fucking birds again. All right, I'm gonna sneak up behind the guy at the corner, the at the north, uh, the northwest corner, and uh, this is more of a where the one, the first one was tosses. I'm gonna try to just like both sides of the neck this dude. Sure. Well, I, I said dude, but I'm, I don't want to assume the gender of this cultist that I'm about to murder. Hey, we're in California. It's gender neutral. Yep. There you go. Uh, all right. And because I'm uh, because I'm close, one of these will be mom's dagger. So that is um, first one is a uh, I got a 15 and a 16 on the die. So that's very exciting. So it's a 21 and a uh, 22. Oh, yeah. Cool. I don't know what I did to get the, to make the rogue gods happy, but I'm pretty OK with it between these last two. <laughs> you went naked in the morning. I did. Guys, get naked in the morning. Um, all right, so that is um, 10, 21, and uh, 28 points of damage, John. Perfect. That uh, is sufficient. Blade in the neck, both sides, but quieter than what I did. And you guide him down. When I saw Fetter moving up, I'm going to move up closer to this rock after I hear the... Um, of whatever that sound is of this other guy dying, if I hear anything. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to mage hand up in the tree this time, so this guy looks up instead of not anywhere else. Okay. Okay, so he's he's busy kind of like walking around and exploring, like, oh, what's going on? Like, but looking up. Okay, what is going on? Seriously. What a weird sound for a tree to... Nothing up there? Fuck. Okay, so I'm going to, uh, I would like to double move to dash, Uh uh, and then do the same thing on this guy. Okay. Oh my god, I'm rolling so goddamn hot. Dueling 15s, so that's uh, 21 and 22. Yeah, these robed folk aren't very uh, protected. God, I love to do it. I'm going to get my ass kicked by those demons, but right now I'm just living my goddamn truth and I'm loving it. Um, All right, let's kill some shit. God, so many. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, this is very exciting for me. That's all you can ask for. Live your truth. 27, John. Oh, perfect. Just another, another. You're in there. Whoosh, whoosh. And this time you, you flourish it. Now the third time you're just like, let's get some style to this. And one in the heart and other one in the neck. You're you're varying your your move set. And he gurgles. You get him down. He starts to go down. But as you're gently guiding him down, you do hear two voices conversing with each other, discussing 
different types of beef beef broth, like probably the most inane food conversation any two cultists could have. Right. They're just talking, and they're temporarily distracted by that. But you do notice them as you've circled over, and you can kind of see a few more. Okay. Cultists, they're just enjoying an evening. Okay. Food and... The, the ones down there, they're not paying much attention to anything. The two up there, one of them with the bow should be watching. Yeah. And the other, they were just talking. So they're all bored. All right. They've not encountered anything. So I'm going to try to get Yusuf's attention kind of around this tree. I'm going to, again, I'll, I'll bend down and pick up the bow just so it looks like I'm, you know, piddling around or whatever. And how many people do I see below by the cart down there? Is that four? Yeah, you see one. Now you see three of the smaller plain-robed cultists, and then one that's a little bit more elaborate in their robing. Mm -hmm. So three lessers, one more fanatical. Right. So I want to um, draw Yusuf's attention and then essentially go like three cultists and then kind of point to the the northern entrance to this pit, the northern statues. And then I'm going to go four cultists and then try to point down like straight down and then i'm gonna put and then i'm gonna go three demons uh and then i'm gonna go farther towards the south and then just kind of shrug at them and then kind of motion that i'm gonna head towards these other statues so i'm kind of i'm kind of waiting a little bit just trying to like look like i'm patrolling you know with my bow and arrow but i do kind of want to keep an eye on you know to see what yusuf does next all right. And so far, uh, Taslin, you haven't been doing much. What, where you're still over there near the other body or have you moved around? Yeah, no, uh, I've kind of, as Fetter has been moving upwards, I've sort of been trailing behind him, but not quite. So I will, yeah, I guess I'll kind of sneak over back to Yusuf and the gang. Okay. I'm going to mod my disguise self to look like this dude that I just murdered. Okay. This last one. Just like... Murder, murder, murder. Just little changes to the face. Okay. Murder, murder, murder. I mean, me, myself, and I wanted to go down and look in the pit, but I was like, nope, that's that's just me. <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to do is stealthing and again, like what I, what I kind of classically refer to as kind of Assassin's Creed style more in the emulating this guard than trying to like scurry around on my hands and knees like Skyrim or some shit. Kind of walk over to the conversing guards and just kind of like, uh, you know, lean up against the statue and light up a cigarette. Okay. Yeah, and you hear some bits of conversation. They've moved on from food to um, a pissing contest of which kind of plants they've ate out in the wild. Like, have you eaten this mushroom? Have you ever had this? What did it do to you? Did you shit for weeks? Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. It's you're you're kind of rolling your eyes yeah. at the conversation because it is the oh my god it is right. You'd almost reveal yourself to the Aranese to take you home. That's how just awful the conversation is. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of walk out uh, kind of northward, you know, with my back to these to the, to this gang and try to like wave Yusuf and company forward because like I can't take all three of these dudes out by myself without getting seen. So I'm going to try to like give them a bit of cover or distraction so that they can maybe try to move around to give me a hand here. All right, cool. I kind of notice that and I look at Yusuf and I point at the the two and um I kind of just give him like a little eye wiggle and I start to kind of like take off the bolero like my jacket and my bolero I'm like oh god 
<laughs> Sunny is, is like her eyebrow is doing that thing too, but she's confused. She's like, huh? What what you doing? What you doing? She's gonna go sex hobo murder these guys. Um Okay, great. Look Sunny gets the biggest smile and you can see some of the lower tusks peeking through like Really? Really? Don't worry, her stealth is still good. It's like, but she's clearly amused by this idea. I feel like I'm going to be best served hidden until we're not hidden anymore. So unless you, I, I, I don't know how I can help you. Are they going to, are they going to, what are they going to say? Oh, I was uh, sexed up by some random horn person. No, they'll be dead. I'm like trying to like get their attention and just like, what the fuck? Like, because <laughs> I'm kind of. At this point, there are four, seven, ten combatants uh, that once discovered could turn on me at any moment. And I'm just kind of <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, get the- <laughs> hey, you're fine. You look like one of them. You're fine. I, I come up to like the tree so like uh-huh. Fetter can see me. And I just kind of like pop my hand on my hip and I and like slowly start swaggering over. <laughs> what? We're doing that. Shut up. Fuck. We're All doing right. Fuck. I thought we were going to do get help. We're just doing get some. All right, fine. So I'm going to walk, like, take a step back kind of towards the... Uh, this is a horrible idea. The edge of the pit. Uh-huh. And let her, figuring she's going to come around behind me. Oh, God. All right. And I essentially... <laughs> I'm getting ready to like turn, turn and fire, you know? Uh-huh. Okay. I like open my shirt just a little bit. <laughs> oh, nat, tw- nat 20 on my stealth check. Oh, wait, I have disadvantage on it. Eight. Aww. I'm going to move to this side <laughs> of the tree. Don't move. Don't move. Even then you can hear some kink, kink and no one's hearing it. No one's close enough to hear it. But Yusuf, you're like, oh shit, I'm going to stop moving. And Tazlan, you're coming, you're going towards those guys and they're starting to turn to like what is what's this and Feder they they start to move towards her like the the one with the arrows is like hold on a second I I got this I got this too the other guy's like what the fuck <laughs> the the non air non, the non cross the non longbow one just like dude don't like <sighs> and he's he's also interested so they start to move kind of towards you like the guy with the longbow turns to Feder thinking he is their compatriot like did you get one of the devils here did you summon one. When he does that, I'm going to turn and just fire two arrows into the back guy. Like, I'll just turn and just whack, whack. Okay. With the short bow. And Tazlin, you see that uh, Federer is starting to do this as he's he's starting to take aim for the back guy. While he's taking aim, I kind of, like, saddle up to the to the guy that's uh, closest to me. Uh-huh. And I'll kind of, like, give him a nice little smile and be like, hey there, and put my arm around his shoulders and then my hand to his chest and I'm going to Eldritch blast him. Oh, oh just hand to the chest. Yeah. Oh, damn. Hey, All it right. keeps the light down. OK, Ooh. it's like the kid getting the pat on the back at summer camp. But really, the counselor is just trying to remember his name and looks at the tag in his shirt. Taslin, do a, a stealth roll for this because you got you're going to blast him. But there might be some noise if it shoots through the back. If it's powerful enough that close at range, so you might get some noise. Oh, it's gonna. I didn't expect Eldridge Blast to have noise, but yeah. It's more his heart firing out of the back of his chest. That's that's <laughs> what it is. That makes noise. Um, nineteen. Nineteen? Oh, good. Just, poof, 
at that time, like some of the campfire, there's crackle and you hear some laughter like, ha, ha, ha. perfect timing. Roll the elder, uh, the damage for that. 11 uh, for the first one. And then the second one would be another 11. So 22. Nice. And you pop, pop. And he's down. Okay. Taz on you watch as his eyes just open wide in shock and then just go vacant. And he starts to crumble. And this is the time. Yeah, Fetter, you're... Yeah. You're... Two arrows. Yeah, I'm just going to take this bow I have and just fire off two shots. Okay. Uh, standard longbow. Cool. Uh, okay, so first one's a 16, second one's a 24. Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> okay. Hot damn. 27? All right. Arrows go through. You don't, you barely even hear the gurgle, like, as they go through. And he, too, is down for the count. And before he gets arrowed to death, he does happen to see, like, his mate in front of him go down. And that the burn hole through the back where the chest is, as the Eldritch Blast pierces through, and just, he's like, what is, and he's gone. Thunk, thunk. <laughs> yep. And those two are down. And... Uh, all right. Um, well... Yeah. At around that time, you do hear uh, the there's that ranged cultist off to the other side. He starts talking to another guy who's coming to see how he's doing. So he's like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You don't really hear what's going on. Too busy with the two dead guys with you, but... I kind of give Fetter like a quick look and... Oh, definitely a big wank. Okay. A big, slightly horny wank right back at you. <laughs> All right. I love killing stuff. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Time number two. Shenzo's kind of padding along behind me in the in the dark. Okay. The dark does well for Shenzo. I will like move up behind the statue and eye up on the near guy. Yeah. Same as before. And just kind of mm-hmm. let her take the lead again. And then kind of essentially ready my action to fire off on the archer, like draw and fire. Okay. Sure. Uh, did you before this happened? Were you moving the cultists back down or just leaving their bodies there? I'm just going to try to like stand between Guy and the bodies that are on the ground. In the line of sight. Yeah. Like hoping, hoping that the night will kind of fall off. Like we have dark vision. I'm assuming these dudes don't. Right. So I'm just going to try to stand there and look like like someone's off taking a piss break or something. Where are our, just for my own sense of things, John, uh, where are kind of the the light sources coming from around the camp down in this pit? The campfires should have fires going and at various intervals, there are a few different torches to make everything a bit well lit for these cultists. Okay. You know that it's not a big deal for the uh, Aranees you saw toward the south. Like that doesn't doesn't fucking matter to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the cultists have been allowed a little bit of visual light uh, for their fun for the evening. So that's where some of the light is coming from. And it's giving enough of a glow to where you guys still have some light glow off in the like off where you are up on the um, ridge where you're at. Yeah. But it's already starting to fade. So, yeah, you can stand in front of a corpse like that and it's not a big deal. Just kind of kick him with my loafers. Just <laughs> anyway. OK, and I'm just going to let Taz take the lead again and just stand by to back it up. OK, and Taz, you can see some more cultish activity, but. Far less than what's over on this other side uh, of these other fanatics. They're busy doing their own thing as well. Uh, they seem a little bit more uh, elegantly robed, mm-hmm. a little bit more fanatical than the others. But there's only this other ranged guy that you see here. So these two guys are about out of earshot. So you have to keep that in mind. As I get up to those guys, I swing around towards the, the back one to give Fetter line of attack. But then at the same time, I've got 
like my hair in one hand and I'm doing like the girly twirl. Um, and then, but my other hand, I'm kind of like behind me so Fetter can see and I just kind of like wave him closer. Okay, so I will, uh, depending on how they react, I'll go ahead and just, let's see, that's, yeah, I can get 30 feet. I can just get up right behind this guy and I'll kind of uh, stash the bow on me um, as I'm walking and on the shoulder and uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And get ready to just double uh, double knife this guy. And yeah, the, the two cultists are looking your direction. The one that uh, doesn't have a longbow walks up like, kind of a bit late a bit late for someone as pretty as yourself to be out. <laughs> Never late enough for you, though. I love all these <laughs> dudes just immediately. These like low-level <laughs> fucking entry-level grunts are just like, oh yeah, the super hot tiefling is definitely going to have sex with us. Oh, yeah. Jesus. They, they totally think that, too. Goddamn male privilege. Anyway, <laughs> rant over. Yeah. Please murder no, them. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> they are. The one who even gets closer is just like, he's into it. He's he's kind of like, it's a cold, dark night. And the other guy's just like, uh. <laughs> I'm full of terrors. Shank. I kind of just, like, get really close to him and, and slide my hands around his, his, like, waist. All right, all right. He's into it. Like saddle, saddle like right up on him, um, and like over his shoulder, I'll kind of like give um, Fetter like a wink, and then I'll Eldridge blast him too. All right, two knives coming right after. Do like a little, do like the little cross of Eldridge blast through the through the middle for him. Oh, through the center! Oh my God! Yep, <laughs> that's just brutal. <laughs> it's like oh yes, a shotgun on each side. Cut back to Yusuf, just like by the tree. He picks up Taz's coat and just looks at it and is like, <laughs> stares off in the distance. Just we're past 60 feet, so he can't see what's happening now. Right, right. And and quietly, uh, Sonny comes up next to you and just like, what's going on? I have no idea. Is she sexing them to death? <laughs> the dead bodies I can see in front of me. I just kind of point and like, yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. Oh, there's a hole through that guy. And there's two arrows in the other one. Fuck yeah. I mean, considering I haven't heard anything yet, that's kind of what I'm waiting for. God damn, this is fun. Even though I can't see shit. John, the guys down here by the fire, do I have line of sight on them at all? Can I see what's happening with them? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of obstruction with the, the tree branches in your way, but yeah, you have, uh, you can, you can see the top, I'd say about the tops of their heads, just about as you kind of, you kind of get on your tippy toes a bit, on your tippy, um, tippy hooves. Okay. I got a 13 on my stealth roll. I'm going to move over to this body and search it real quick, see if I can find anything. Okay. Yeah, they, they all rolled pretty low. Uh, they're, a couple of them are playing cards. Some of them are drinking. You know, it's swill, but it's enough to get you a little on the buzzy side. Oh, like a successful arrival to the mountain. Let's hang out. They're fine. They're, they don't hear anything, see anything. And yeah, you can ex explore the body. You get a few, maybe 10 silver out of the corpse. Like, are they wearing medallions or anything or anything that would give me a... Uh, any information as to like their rank or anything? Any looking for anything at all, really? Perceptions a sixteen. Uh, this particular one, uh, you check the the robes near the the chest and the sides and look for secret pockets. You don't see anything other than you know, they've got a little bit of a small money belt of silver. But then right at the ankle, you see a downward dagger tattoo on this one, where the bone is that protrudes from your ankle. Just really classy. <laughs> Got it. Did we murder these people? Can we find out? Let's find out. Sorry. Sorry. Cut back to 
Fetter and the, the sex death. <laughs> death of a thousand sexes. Taz first or me first, John? Who do you want to do? What's your modifiers for uh, dexterity? Mine's plus six. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, I only have a plus two, so he's definitely. Okay, yeah. Fetter, you go first. Okay. First one's 25. Uh, second one is a 13. First one definitely hits. The second one, you just did it. Okay. Just hit. So. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take a look. 29, John. You get him good. Uh, he emits a bit of a louder gargle that does start to catch the attention a bit. Right. From Taslin. He's like, Gah! and so he's dead, but he does able to get a little bit of a sound. Starts to distract this next cultist. So Taslin, as your turn starts, he is starting, his attention is starting to wane a little bit to get distracted. Do you want me to roll for AC or just damage since I've got my arms around him and everything? Uh, just roll for damage. Okay. That would be a 10. So 15 on the first one. Mm-hmm. And then a 14 on the second one. So 29. Yep. You wrap your arms around him. And he did. For everybody playing the home game, that is now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people <laughs> that we have murdered. Very exciting. I am very excited by all of this death. Anyway. Get it. Um, <laughs> and so as you guide him to the ground from the blast, no one has heard you, but one of the nearby ranged guys that are off to the far right, he's starting to walk in the direction. He hasn't caught on to you guys yet. I'll kind of like turn so my back is towards the ranged guy. And just kind of, I'll make it seem like I'm making out with the dude that I just killed. Oh, that's gross. Anyway, God. I'm going to, um, I'm not actually making out with him. For, for, the, for, the, for the hell of it, since you blasted him from the sides, right? Uh, do a, um, performance. Yeah. Or performance, but also cause you're trying to keep his body together. It's starting to split. Oh, no. <laughs> from where you eldritch blast him like he's starting to pull you're starting to feel the lower torso like the lower body go down slide down this he's still robed but it's starting to peel like so you're trying to, if you want to keep it together i only need a second for fetter to take care of this guy so um i got a 19 okay yeah you're you're, you're able to but it's starting <laughs> It's starting to feel a bit gross and weird. You know, you know, like the old movies where they wouldn't actually kiss. They just turn and like move their head a little bit. That's, <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm doing. Clue-esque. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. So I'm going to just as I'm walking to, just straight towards this dude, just trying to look pretty nonchalant. I'm just going to turn as I pass Taslin. I'm going to be like, when you stop pissing about, blow up that barrel down there. Just south of where you are. Let's kick this fucking thing off. I'm getting bored. I'll use my insightful fighting as I'm walking as a bonus action to see if I can just get a weak spot and just try to throw one good sneak attack dagger at him. Sure. Insightful fighting is a 19. Sorry, and I think that's a dis... Uh, let me see. Insightful fighting. Uh, we haven't used it in a minute. Um, contested by target's deception check. No. Okay, cool. It doesn't work. Cool. So then I'm going to get up and then just throw one, try to throw one good dagger at him. Okay. Which is a 15 on the deck. God damn, I'm rolling so hot. 21. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the second that he, I hear him drop this dude, which I'm sure he will, I'm going to drop my dude. (laughs) Yeah, he drops two places. (laughs) Ew. Uh, 21 points of damage on this fella. Sufficient. Okay. It's right in the throat. Whack. Yeah, his eyes go wide, and he's like, 
He's no more. His cultish days are over. Not even enough time for his life to flash. Yeah, that's that's now eight people <laughs> undetected that we've murdered around this camp. Okay, so where is this barrel? So if I see Taz like kind of looking, I'll just I'll I'll just like move back over to and I'll be like, it's right there. It's by the fucking tree. Oh, shit. It is literally exactly within range of my Eldritch Blast. Yes. <laughs> just boom, boom. Because I figure if a giant explosion goes off, Yusuf will know that now it's time to do things <laughs> or not. Or it'll just dud and then we'll get our ass kicked. Who's to say? Who's to say? It's going to be great. All right, so Tazlan, were you going to actually attempt it? Yep. Might as well. Okay. <laughs> All right. So a few people have moved around, but no one's quite caught on to anything going on. Uh, I'm going to make eye contact with Taz real quick. Uh, I want to move ahead to kind of where that last sentry was, and I am going to ready two daggers uh, for the ranged guy on the east side of the pit at, towards the corner. So I'll let her do her thing, and the minute it goes boom, if he turns, I'm going to throw two daggers at him. All right. So then you just you're rolling your you're doing Eldritch Blast and rolling it. Sure, because I guess I would have to break through the barrel. Um, dirty twenty. Oh wow! On the first one. Gotta love that force damage. And a uh, fifteen on the second one. Okay, both hit. Uh, the first one it hits and destroys the barrel, and you're and you're like explosion, and nothing, and you're like oh shit. Because it makes a bursting noise. The second one you hit, though, you see the igni- the spark, and the split second, and it explodes. Oh, Billy! Like this is when in your Netflix show, John. This is when the anachronistic eighties. Um, uh, Billy Idol song starts to play or like come on <laughs> yeah. feel the noise or whatever you can get the rights to given your budget and with that we will jump into initiative well that certainly is one way to start a fight my poppy rest his soul always said the best way to even the odds is to do some sneaky rogue shit here's hoping that the party calculated correctly for the coming skirmish I'm sure it will be fine. There's nothing to worry about at all. Now with that said, it's time for me to skedaddle. Join me next week for an exciting combat intensive dive into these demon days. I love her getting one, two, three, four. No. Eight people people dead before we rolled initiative. I just want to put that out there. Someone contact the D&D world records. (laughs) You hear hear from Sonny. If you help, I'll take my tits out too. Pop, pop. You know, I found... (laughs) I found that I do... We've been watching a lot of community, so... (laughs) Fantastic. Pop, pop. (laughs) Um, <laughs> on your face. <laughs> <laughs>
I was looking at something else, but yeah. <clears throat> Ironically, um, it also involved rope. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of rope. Amazon.com. <laughs> Guys, Shibari portraits of the entire cast of yeah, Demon Days. Don't buy your, we are don't waiting. Buy your rope. Don't buy your rope from We're, Amazon. Yeah, we are waiting. Anyway. Yeah, let's um, get some, I'd love that. Shibari yeah. art. Woo. Come on. God. Internet. Yeah, kilowatt. We believe in it, you. That's, that's your next fan art piece if you want to do it. No, boy. It just dawned on me. I should make sure I pronounce that correctly. <laughs> Quick, quick, uh, quick, uh, BT. Quick cut point for me. Oh, there's another pronunciation guide. Well, oh, fuck it. Hit his address on then. I'm gonna so mage I'm just, then. Um, yeah, at this point, I'm gonna pick up. Sorry, when I saw. Pick up the. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> When I saw. Rock monster. Very. <laughs> Rock monster? Uh, no. <laughs> Fun. Always fun with us, gang. <laughs> Always a good time. <clears throat> God damn <laughs> Love it. I love it. <laughs> Just start giving everyone else inspiration for a good... <laughs> I am going to... Anytime we see a rock monster, I'm going to say it that way from here on out. That's definitely going to be a running joke now. Full, full support because I heard I heard rock monster and that's the, that's the immediate Rock thing monster! Mm-hmm. <laughs> rock monster! Ah. Hello! <laughs> 